Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. And today we're going to be in John chapter 6, looking at verses 41 through 47. And if you remember yesterday, yesterday we looked at this great promise that Jesus will not lose a single one who the Father gives to him, that you and I, if we have trusted, if we have believed that he is the Son of God, that he has died for our sins, that he has been resurrected from the grave, if we believe that, we are secure in his hands. What a great truth. But but the truth train doesn't stop. It just keeps coming and it keeps gaining momentum. I want us to continue to, to look at not just how we are secure in Jesus and his faithfulness to hold us secure, but I want us to recognize something great about the Father here as well. Let's look at our text today, starting in John 6, verse 41. Here, here's what where the text begins. It says, So the Jews, they grumbled about Jesus because he said, I am the bread of life that came down from heaven. Listen, they grumble. And here's what they said. They said, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he now say, I have come down from heaven? Let me let me give you the uh, layman's translation. How dare you, Jesus? Who do you think you are saying that you are the bread that comes down from heaven? Don't you realize you don't compare with this manna from heaven that, that the, the Israelites received when Moses was leading them? And they are, here's the word, they are grumbling. Now look at Jesus' response, verse 43. Jesus answered them, do not grumble among yourselves. Do you remember the Israelites in the wilderness? How they grumbled because they didn't have food and then they got food. They grumbled because they only had this bread and they didn't have meat. And so they got quail in abundance. They, they, they were a grumbling people. And now Jesus gives them the same warning. Do not grumble among yourselves. Don't be discontent. Don't be, don't be mocking me. Listen, you can't grumble and believe at the same time. You can't have faith in the Christ and then grumble about him. Listen, we must not grumble. Jesus says, do not grumble among yourselves. But the text continues, and I want to get to an even greater portion. It says, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. Jesus says, listen, you grumblers, listen, you can't come unless the Father draws you. He says, and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they will all be taught by God. God's doing this work. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. And not, not that anyone has seen the Father except he who is from God. He has truly, excuse me, he has seen the Father. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. Now, this is, this is where I wanted to emphasize here, this, this recognition that no one comes to Christ unless the Father sends him. But listen, everyone who the Father sends, listen, everyone who the Father sends will be secure in Jesus' hands. So this is that, 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 that tri-unity working of God in, in the work of salvation. Uh, not only does the Father send Christ, but the Father sends us to Christ. We are dead in our sins and trespasses unless the Father leads us to a place where we trust in him. And when we trust in him, we are secure in Jesus' hands. And just like we saw yesterday, we are sealed the moment we heard and believed the gospel. This is the reality of the triune God working in your life to keep, to keep you secure. So they will be taught by God. Listen, God will be the one leading. God is the one guiding you to, to learn and to trust in Christ. And then finally, verse 47, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I know, I know we're beginning to sound like a broken record, but I want us to see, this is not Mike sounding like a broken record. This is Jesus 
These are Jesus's words. This is Jesus's emphasis. John picks up on what Jesus is, is explaining and he makes it the entire premise of his gospel that you would believe in the Son of God and by believing you would have life in his name. You can be saved. Now, I want us just to, to continue to, to, to creep into this, this idea. You will have not just life, you will have eternal life. You will have a life that lasts forever. You will have an, a, a life that cannot be quenched. You will have a life that is life with God in his glory. This is what is promised. And this is what is given. Given as the Father leads you to Christ. Given as Christ saves you. Given as the Son seals you. What a great God we have. What a great God as we, as we lean toward this moment of praise and recognition of how amazing he is. Father, Son, and Spirit. At our church, sometimes we sing this doxology of praise God from whom all blessings flow. And then this is, this is the God that we worship. This is the God that we praise. You know, uh, the last few days we've been asking, do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? Here's where I want to land today. Here's where I want our ancient way for our modern day to, 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 to serve us and, and lead us today. I simply want to ask you to be thankful. As this week comes to a close, if you're watching this on the Friday that it's supposed to drop, as this week's week comes to a close, I want you to be thankful for the God who sends you to Christ and who sent Christ for you. I want you to be thankful for the God, God the Son, who saves through his death and resurrection. I want you to be thankful for the Spirit who seals you, who dwells in you. Let's just, as the video comes to a close, turn it off. If you're with your family, go around. Everyone, just take a moment. Even a one-sentence prayer. Give thanks to God. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.